Okay. So I thought we can start um, with the fact that I had taught uh, an exercise course this past weekend, a DNS exercise course this past weekend. Mm -hmm. And when we get to the topic of how DNS describes primary stability, primary mm -hmm. spinal stability, primary mm -hmm. sagittal plane stability, mm -hmm. I generally just have the slides up on the screen with the information, but I'll sit down and I'll tell them the story of how sagittal plane stability develops over time and how DNS describes it. So I thought, you know, they, after I did it, I asked them, you know, does this seem like you understand what's going on? And they agreed. And I said, you know, you should be able to tell this story and repeat the story to yourself and to your patients or your clients. So I thought I might tell you the story and then we'll see, you know, how you agree with what I'm, how I'm describing it. Maybe you disagree okay. with some things, or maybe you have a different way of describing some of these things. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So let me teach Robert Lardner about primary sagittal plane stability of the please, spine. Please do. So, please do. Um, this primary stability typically begins or should be solidified by about three months old. So from a newborn to three months old, essentially newborns have absolutely no stability whatsoever, no ability to control. And that's exemplified in their posture and their inability to have any kind of purposeful movement. Mm -hmm. um, at about six weeks, um, the midbrain starts to take over a little bit and you start to see some control starting to develop, um, whether that's the ability to kind of in prone lift the head off the ground through a little bit of support through the forearms, whether that's a little bit of abdominal wall muscle coordination that starts at about six weeks. From six weeks to three months, the baby in supine is essentially practicing and training all day long on their back that the abdominal wall muscles will coordinate their activity with the respiratory diaphragm as well as the pelvic floor or the pelvic diaphragm. Um, this coordination of abdominal wall muscle activity not only is acting as like a control and a resistance against abdominal wall expansion caused by respiratory diaphragm contraction, mm -hmm. but it all the abdominal wall muscle coordination acts to pull the rib cage down, altering the posture and essentially placing the child, the spine, the lumbar spine, the pelvis, the thorax in a better relationship and a better, more effective posture to actually generate the intra-abdominal pressure or the IAP that is necessary and sufficient for what DNS would describe as primary sagittal plane stability. That process begins at about six weeks and should be solidified by about three months old in both supine and prone. When you're in supine at three months, this is exemplified by a, an elongation of the lumbar spine, a lowering of the rib cage a bit, and you will, the baby will then be able to lift their hips and legs up and off the ground under control. In prone, this is exemplified by, again, that elongation of the spine, a lowered rib cage, a creation of intra-abdominal pressure, which allows the baby to support through the uh, epicondyles of the elbows and lift their head up against gravity. So that is generally how I would describe it. I would kind of say that, again, 
the source, the actual like definition of the where the stability comes from is the intra-abdominal pressure that is created through a the coordination of the abdominal wall muscle activation with the respiratory and pelvic diaphragms contracting. Okay. What do we think about that? <laughs> well, I would add um, the erector spinae as the completion okay. of the canister. So the gradual um, uh, coming online of stabilization is the interplay of the two diaphragms. The wall, the whole wall container, which includes the abdominal wall and the posterior wall, which includes the erector spinae. And that is how the IAP is created to um, stimulate stability of the spine. But I think the, the, your explanation is, is as good as it gets in terms of uh, explaining what we're expecting to see. I think that um, everything gradually comes online and strengthens, and as the as the basic stabilization becomes more and more secure, we see an increase in the repertoire of the extremity function and also uh, a change and a maturation of the posture. Yeah, okay. So, like, I mean, you know, and when uh, we talk about, or when you're mentioning the erector spinae, mm -hmm. You know, just to overtly say it, you're not you're obviously not talking about like a concentric activation of the erector spinae. You're talking about, I would almost think, a eccentric activation of of erector spinae. There's increased tone to the erector spinae that is being facilitated by the abdominal wall expansion. Is that what you're saying? I would say that it there's a balanced activity between agonist and antagonistic functions of the components of the canister, whether those are concentric or eccentric or isometric, because they change depending on what the baby is doing or what he wants to do. So I cannot rule out one, you know, the concentric or con uh, or, or eccentric function. They, there's a the, you have access to all three isometric, concentric, eccentric functions. The the important thing is that the uh, they are balanced and opposed by the synergists and the agonists, so that no one group dominates the stability to the disadvantage of the others or causes over compression of the spine. Um, the intra-abdominal pressure itself helps to limit how much concentric activity can occur in the, within the wall of the canister uh, by, by creating a, dis, uh, a, a, a distractive force uh, by, the, by virtue way. of compression. That, that is an interesting way of thinking about what you know intra-abdominal pressure is doing mm. that it's acting like you said i mean it's acting to kind of uh distract things mm -hmm. distra literally into traction or distraction mm -hmm. so that you can't overly concentrically contract you know mm -hmm. and that's uh, um 
yeah i mean it so and that's a little bit i guess I, I never thought about it that way so much i always just kind of defined it as the source of stability I see. versus thinking about the whole thing is the source of stability mm -hmm. and intra-abdominal pressure's role is mm -hmm. to kind of for lack of a better term kind of keep the abdomen distended so that it's not sucking in because yes. when you get the activity of the erector spinae as well as the abdominal wall muscles if there's mm. nothing to kind of fight against Opposing. they'll just yeah. suck in Everything that's right in. So and that's that why is... i kind of when, sorry when you mentioned no. the erector spinae mm -hmm. my i know that's not what you mean and i know that's mm -hmm. not what i would think but mm -hmm. i you know i hear erector spinae contraction or activity mm -hmm. and i think hyperextension of the lumbar yes spine. and or that's obviously not what we're talking about yeah. yes uh pavel mentions the distractive uh function and I think in some of Richard Alm's presentations, he elaborates on the decompressive nature of interabdominal pressure, which is required for good uh, balance and um, 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 minimizing or avoiding overloading of the uh, discs and the spaces between the vertebrae. So I think that that is really uh, important. Um, we rarely have to um, maintain this interplay um, at all times, and I think <clears throat> that is one of the challenges uh, for the patient to get to appreciate that it is not just the abdominal wall or the erector spinae that he must feel, but more in terms of a sense of a canister, a, a, a lower abdominal circular sensation of tension, which um, can be regulated, but should not be so much that breathing is challenged. Yeah. If you enjoyed this conversation and want to hear more like it, then please like this video and subscribe to our channel. You can also stay up to date on our latest seminars on our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook, at IMTR Seminars.